me hear you. Hey, ho, hey, ho, Wayne. Hey, ho, ooh, ooh, hey. ooh. Give, let me hear you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Give is not with us today. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm not crying any tears. No, we're really not. But for real, Give, Give is one who lives by the school life, so he had finals to take care of. And he honestly needs all the help that he can get. So we gave him the weekend off. Yeah, it's his vacation day. Yeah, it's a, it's okay. We love him, and we know you will be frustrated at him. But know this, he's trying to get good grades for you guys, okay? He wants to, he wants to put on for his city. Don't I put on for don't. my city, <laughs> if you can throw back to that. I, I knew it was coming. You know that was coming? Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. First things first, how are you doing, Wayne? I'm doing great. You're doing great? I'm doing great. How are you doing? No, I answer like a normal person. I was trying to answer like Give. Oh. <laughs> he's not here. He's so not to, here. Yeah. I have to be both. I'm split. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first podcast, because every podcast is somebody's first, know that there are usually three people who are part of Entertainment Exchange. There is Wayne. Yeah. There is me, myself, David, and there is our friend named Give. Give is gone. Don't cry. He hoffed and he puffed and he... <laughs> He signed the eviction notice. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, I'm doing good. I uh, it's getting closer to, me, to my, you know, um, it's getting closer to the time where I shall be wed. If that makes sense, you could have just said getting married. I'm getting married in like, like four or five weeks. The general term. So everything's like speeding up. Everything's happening. Shout out to the fiance. Shout out to the fiance. It's lit. The first topic is first trailer for Kingsman. The Golden Circle has released, and it's time for that blackout congregation. Hey, yo, this trailer was really good. It was really good. This trailer was really good. Oh, my goodness. Internet, if you haven't seen the first Kingsman, go out and see the first Kingsman. That John was... Have your mind blown. Yeah, that John was tough. That Matthew Vaughn was a director. Very good movie. Very, like... It was like uh, like John Wick. It was came yeah, it out was. of nowhere. And it was like, whoa, what wow, is it, this? It really, when I first saw mm-hmm. like, the trailers and stuff for Kingsman, I was like, I'm not going to watch this movie at all. Yeah, and, and then it had that weird vibe. Somebody was just like, Ooh, the you, vibe. Did you hear that voice crack? No. I didn't. I'm sorry to interrupt you. you. Well, I'm glad you did. So we can all go back and listen to that. <laughs> that <on> vibe. Repeat. <laughs> Audience, go listen to that on repeat. No, no, no. You good. You good. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. So I, I was watching the uh, the first one. I was like, wow. Like, I severely underestimated yeah. this movie. Oh yeah, Colin Firth. Yeah, it was, was amazing. Samuel Jackson was amazing as always. Of course, Taron Eg- Eger- Edgerton. Edgerton is uh, he's British. I don't want to. I don't want to. Although I've already have butchered yeah. his last name. He's the main character. That jaunt was lit. Blackout yes. Congregation. Now that if after you've watched the first Kingsman, watch the second one. Or watch the trailer for the second one. You're done. You don't need That's any it. more trailers. You don't need anything else to watch. The trailer was interesting enough for you to look at it and say, you know what? I kind of want to watch that. Mm-hmm. That's the job of a trailer. I don't need, like I pointed out, I don't need Civil War trailer alternate number four yeah. to let me know that, hey, do you want to go see this movie? The answer is yes. I want to go from, see Spider-Man. From trailer number one. Yeah. The answer was yes. I don't need all this you extra know? stuff. What's next, Wayne? Next up on the list, Deadpool 2 release date. Ooh. <gasps> I'm gonna restart that because my heart skipped a beat just yeah. now. Yeah, Deadpool two release date announced June first. Oh, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, June first. June first, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. This release release date means that 
Marvel Fox Union will effectively have three X-Men movies in one year. New Mutants, April 13th, 2008. Deadpool 2. I think that's supposed to be 2018. Yeah, (laughs) it is. And it didn't make any sense as I was reading it. 2008. (laughs) We going back, baby. I'm going to (laughs) restart. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, It was going to have three X-Men movies in one year. New Mutants, April 13th, 2018. Deadpool 2. And the next movie in the mainline X-Men series, First Class, uh, what is Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Oh, my goodness. You remember that one? Yeah. Apocalypse. Uh, No, No, I'm thinking of Apocalypse. My bad. Yeah. Apocalypse and the new movie, which is entitled Dark Phoenix, November 2nd, 2018. What are your thoughts, David? That's a lot of stinking X-Men movies. Yeah. I just read an entire story. Yeah. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, New Mutants movie? I ain't. I mean, I guess it's I, about time. I, 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 so, I, I, the new Mutants movie, I don't, I'll see it, maybe. It depends on what the first trailer is. Yeah. Deadpool, I'll see it, obviously. Of course. Uh, Josh Brolin being Cable, I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Phoenix, I will go see that okay. because that is a very good storyline. All right. Internet, if you have not heard or don't know what it's about... Do some re- do some Googles, okay? Use yeah. the interwebs. Google that. All leads back to Spider Man. Use the interwebs. Flip. You feel me? Swip. Use them webs and figure out what the Dark Phoenix storyline is because it's amazing. It made me so mad that they shoehorned it in at the end of X Men: The Last Stand. If you can remember that one, that's the one where Cyclops died in the first five yeah. minutes of the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And then and then they were like, Gene was like, Oh yeah, I'm turning bad and disintegrating people. Mm-hmm. That like the Dark Phoenix is so much more than that, and that ticked me off. To no end. That's a lot of movies, though. Yeah, That's a lot is. of movies for Marvel, Fox, to get like both of those two together. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm really more excited to see, first of all, Deadpool. Yeah. Because Deadpool's going to be amazing no matter what. But I really want to see New Mutants. Why? I don't know. I just feel like it's... I don't know. I can't really explain it. I, it just intrigued me to see what New Mutants there are. You think uh, they're going to... You think it could be the next like mainline X-Men? So you think it can be like... X-Men and X-Men 2 and X-Men Last Night. You think it could, has the potential to be like that? Yeah, yeah. Especially now that, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Logan, now that... Yo, Logan. <laughs> Every time you bring it back to Logan, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue, <laughs> this is a major spoiler alert. Go see Logan, man. Please. Please. Do like, your heart a favor and go see Logan. Continue. But anyway, now that, you know, Wolverine is gone. Yeah supposedly sadly yeah yeah i think it's it's about time that they pick up not really where they left off but you know kind of just start going a new direction yeah and see what else they can do well, they're, yeah they got they got to start fresh yeah because as much as we like Halle Berry she doesn't need to keep popping up a storm she no. you know Hugh Jackman doesn't need to keep you know and then granted Hugh Jackman was Wolverine for dear lord like 11 <laughs> years or something like that yeah. it was some ridiculous number and the first x-men came out in 2000 Oh, if you think about that, either 2000 or 2001, but I'm pretty sure it was 2000 and, you know, 17 years ago, we need to start like they need to start fresh. Yeah. So there's that. All right. Disney released a lot of new release dates for like Lion King and stuff like that. But we're just going to pull two out. If you want more information, Internet, go look up what Disney said about their upcoming movies. But there are two release dates that they talked about that are interesting. 
Young Han Solo movie will be releasing in summer of next year. Ooh. As well as episode nine releasing in the summer in May. Not the same year, but Young Han Solo will be next year in the yeah. summer. Uh-huh. The year after that, in the summer. Episode nine. Episode nine. Okay. Why do you, and the, so they're going back to summer because Star Wars released in summer back in the day. Why did they switch to summer? Why do you think? I I have no idea. Instead why they of would staying to in, in, you know, because they ruled December. Yeah. What do you think? Maybe they're trying to see if they can rule the summer as well. I don't know. They rule everything. Yeah, pretty much. Cause I they, think internet scoot in. Listen, hear me close. I think them moving back to summer means we're getting two Star Wars movies a year. Ooh. That's what I think. I so think they're testing I think they're testing these two or pushing them back so that when they inevitably make the young uh Obi Wan movie uh-huh. and the young uh uh Boba Fett movie or Yoda movie whatever they do, mm-hmm. they're gonna give us they're gonna start giving us two a year. An anthology film like Rogue One in the uh Either anthology and the regular, you know, the regular mainline series, but one of them is going to be in December, one of them is going to be in May. I think episode seven, eight, nine are going to be in May, and then the Rogue One type are going to be in December. That would be interesting. That's what I think because Star Wars has always always been in May, and yeah. it's always or always been it's been a summer blockbuster. Yeah, and it wasn't until Force Awakens that they switched it to, to winter. Everyone's like, why? It doesn't matter. They're still going to make money, mm-hmm. but. I think they're going to put the real Star Wars movies or the like continuing story Star Wars movies yeah. in May and then put the sh- you know spin-off shoot-off movies in December. in December and then give us two Star Wars. That's just my opinion cuz I was like they like they have to. I'm okay with that. They're making money anyway. Yeah. So it don't matter. Now they'll be making double the money. Now they're making double the money. Internet tell us what you think. Holy You think smokes. they're doing you think uh, how crazy would that be? Jeez. Two Star Wars movies a year. Internet, tell us what you think about them moving Han Solo and Episode Nine to the summer, and what it means for you know Star Wars, basically Disney in the future. What up, Wayne? All right, THR is reporting. Ewan McGregor, a hey. is in talks to star as adult Christopher Robin in the movie. Guess what? Guess what? Christopher Robin. Hey, Ewan McGregor is a great actor. Yes, he is. We talked about this a while ago. Um, Disney's doing live action, you know, live action transformation movies from their, from their vault of animation to, you know, real, like they did with Beauty and the Beast and like they did with Maleficent. And they're just going to do like the majority. We talked about Aladdin and Will Smith and last last week. Don't bring that up. Listen, we talked about that last week. What? (laughs) Anyway. Huge. Uh, (laughs) We talked about that last week. And this, they're doing another. They're doing a live-action Winnie the Pooh movie, which oh, is snap. basically along the lines of Hook, where Christopher Robin is going to be an adult and he's going to have you know normal job and everything, and he's going to see the characters from the Hundred Acre Woods. He's going to see like Winnie the Pooh pop up, and he's going to see Eeyore pop, and he's going to think he's losing his mind or something like that. And they're oh. going to teach him how to be a kid again. Basically, the same storyline as Hook, yeah. just with you know, Winnie the Pooh characters. Ewan McGregor as Christopher Robin would be awesome. Dude. That would be really awesome. We kind of like a weird, almost kind of dark twist. On yeah, it all depends of. on it all depends on where they take it. Because yeah. it all depends on who makes it. But they could take that and they could be 
They could run with it, and it could be awesome. So, Internet, let us know what you think. I think Ewan McGregor's good. Yeah. He's a good actor. It all depends on what role you put him in. Uh, here we go. Fate of the Furious. We're going to... <laughs> We're going I'm, to I'm almost fell asleep my, right on my, my mic. <laughs> Wayne is rolling his eyes all the way back in his yeah, head. Yeah, like Undertaker rolling my eyes. <laughs> really come up from the coffin and just, <laughs> yeah. what? More bear. <laughs> I, I love Steve. I love, I love Stone Cold. Tequila, whiskey. <laughs> I love Stone Cold. Anyway, Fate of the Furies. Now listen to this. Fate of the Furies has earned only $163 million domestically. So not that much, period. Nope. For example, Boss Baby has earned 140 million. Only 20 million less. <laughs> the jump with uh, uh, yeah, 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 Alec yeah. Baldwin. Yes. Yeah. Oh snap! I has only that. yeah has only, has earned only 20 less, 20 million less than Fate of the Furies. Another comparison: Beauty and the Beast has earned 471 million dollars domestically. I believe it Dang. just hit a billion dollars. I'm not 100 percent sure. Holy smokes! It's either just hit a billion or at nine something. Okay. Maybe I should go see that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast either. Geeve saw it and he yeah. loved it. Uh, I didn't. I haven't seen it yet. I probably should go <laughs> see it. The crazy thing is, Fast Eight. No one cares. Or Fast Eight. Sorry for those who love the franchise. Fate of the Furious. No one cares about that movie. Technically, over here. Yeah. Box off. Box officely, if that's a word speaking, which is not. No. But, but overseas, they love Fate of the Furious. I don't know why. Maybe it, Fate of the Furious. <laughs> Fate of the Furious foreign box office. They have earned seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Million. So right now, they are at, and, and you know, it's not exact seven hundred and fifty. It's a little bit more. But right now, they are at nine eleven nine hundred eleven million dollars. And if it's been out for two three weeks now. And it's almost at a billion dollars. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Okay. That's the, that's the fate of the fear. That's the Fast and Furious franchise. What is, why is it so popular? <laughs> oh, God. Not where we are. Because people get tired of it. Because when, when they rebooted, rebooted it for, I think it was called Fast and Furious when they rebooted it and then went Fast Five and then all yeah. that. It, was, it started to become the same movie and everyone's like, we don't, we don't care. I think they, they love of, they love American action movies. Yeah, you know, domestically they love it. I think because they went away from like racing. Yeah, and they they went, went more, to like shooting tanks and dropping them out of helicopters and landing yeah. them on a runway. Like that's real not, like practical things. That's yeah, that's not what I envisioned. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. Like, I was a fan of the beginning two, like the racing ones. Yeah, and then Tokyo Drift happened, <laughs> and that's why they probably went. You know what? Let's make this an action franchise because that jaunt was. Poochie's trash. Trash. So, yeah. So, because of that, Deadline is reporting that Universal Pictures is thinking about a Fast and the Furious spinoff movie. Oh, my. No, 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 no. Actually, it has been announced. Not thinking of it. It's been announced. And being developed around the characters that The Rock and Jason Statham play. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So, I brought now, you back in. Uh... I will beat you like a Cherokee drum. <laughs> yeah. I'm in for that. Screenwriter Chris Morgan hinted that they might try to broaden the Furious verse because everything has to be a shared universe. Yeah. They want to broaden the Furious verse, and Dwayne and Dwayne the Rock and Jason Statham are the perfect avenue for it. And Charlize Theron's character may be in their movie. 
But they've announced that they're doing a spin-off movie. Okay. With The Rock and Jason Statham. I'd much rather watch that than Fate of the Furious. Yes. That's just me being that's just me being I think honest. that's really them finding out what they really want to do with these movies. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, we want to make action yeah. movies. Because they are the action star. They are this generation's action stars. Mm-hmm. Last generation, Generations Pat, they had Rambo or mm-hmm. Rambo, Sylvester Stallone, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, they had that in the past. Now it's Jason Statham. It's even Keanu Reeves to it. He's coming back on the scene, yeah, but yeah. it's Jason Statham and it's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, really. Vin Diesel. Eh. It's more so. I don't you count know, him. Yeah, I don't really count him. But stay, stay Groot. You know what I mean? The, stay Groot. Stay Iron Giant, the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jason Statham has Transporter movies. Yes, uh, all three of them. I yes. think he's got crank mm-hmm. you remember those yes. and now the, the rock has uh oh my gosh he has tooth fairy t- oh, no <laughs> that's dwayne johnson that's not the rock the rock has walking tall it has yeah, the yeah. run he has the rundown oh, i just bumped the mic he has um uh, what's that san andreas walking tall the rundown san andreas there's a bunch that he's done and then the fast and the furious movies so they are action stars of this generation so pairing them together that sounds like a really smart move. And they don't and like something, each other. Exactly. No, no, no. no I they mean, like in, each other. In in the movie. In the movie. They, yeah. Well, they had to work together. In the, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. One. But I think that's perfect. That's a perfect avenue for them. Perfect. And that may... Perfect. Word of the day. <laughs> that may bring me back to the Fast and Furious franchise. Yes. That if would, I see, like, The Rock throw Jason Statham through a window to punch somebody, <laughs> tickets. <laughs> Box office. You got my tickets, fam. But uh, no more us, pants? Yeah, no more pants. <laughs> pants are off, man. If I see... That was like... You remember Expendables 2, I believe? J, uh, Terry Crews was in Expendables 2. Yes. Either 2 or 1. I think it's 2. I think it's 2. Where he had the automatic shotgun, and yeah. he's going down the hall shooting. Yes. Pants off. Like, that, <laughs> that, that part was nuts. And that's why the Expendables are the Expendables. So... If you can uh, give us better than Expendables with those two and then build around it, done. Sign me, sign me up. I'm already signed up. Actually. I'm not even counting Vin Diesel because he did that new Triple X and that John was <laughs> that John was Poochie's man. What's next, Wayne? Oh man, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. Eichner. Eichner have been added to the cast for the live action uh, CG as Timon and Pumbaa for uh, Lion King. For Lion King. Oh my gosh. What? Yo. That's interesting. What? Do you know who Billy Eichner is? Have yes. you seen Parks and Rec? Yes. He's well, the guy I've from seen Parks like, and Rec. I've seen like one episode of okay. Parks and Rec. But I know, I know Billy on is. the Street? Yes. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> yes. yes. Internet, if you don't know who Billy Eichner is, he has a show called Billy in the Street where he literally walks up to people and yells at them with a microphone and yells at them to answer questions with like celebrities. He's a very good voice for for yes. Timon. That's a really good match. Seth Rogen, I think, is also a very good match for yes. Pumba. Part oh, of me yeah. wants Nathan Lane to do it again, though. The original, the yeah, guy yeah. who originally voiced, voiced Timon mm-hmm. was perfect. Timon was perfect. I'm ready. Perfect. I've been ready since we talked about them coming out with a live yeah. action. And I, I mean, I had my doubts, but this just reassured me that this is going to be something worth watching. Internet, I'm I'm not 100% on board yet, and I'll tell you why. One. You Debbie Downer. Live, I'm telling you why. Live action slash CGI. It's going to look exactly like Jungle Book because they're using the same technology. Yeah. Now, 
Jungle Book was good. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Jungle Book. But when they were like, live action Lion King, I was like, yo, this could be. And then they were like, oh, yeah, it's basically the Jungle Book with a different skin. And then it'll be Lion King. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> so that's something that's pulling me off. Um, Beyonce is going to play Nala, or Beyonce may play Nala. Yo. That's something that may put me back on. You know what I'm saying? Like, the I'm queen. I'm <laughs> lemonade, lemonade. <laughs> For all the, I don't, I mean, Becky with the good hair. Becky with the good hair. For all the Beehive fans out there, y'all know what we're talking about. Becky ain't got no good hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> July 19th, 2019. That's when it's coming. So we got some time to wait. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I think Seth Rogen is perfect as Pumbaa. <laughs> he does that laugh. I hate it so much. He sounds like he's dying. Like he <laughs> I hate that laugh so much. Billy Eichner, he could kill it. So I'm ready for the. The, the young warthog song. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, when he has I to, was a young warthog. <laughs> like, he has to sing, though. And I'm like, I'm like, can Seth Rogen do that? You know what I'm saying? We're going to find out in two can years. Bi- Billy Eichner probably could. But most of that song is Pumbaa. Yeah. And you got to carry that, <laughs> that song. <laughs> Seth Rogen, you better get a voice coach <laughs> ASAP, son. THR, the Hollywood reporter. So you didn't, in case you didn't know. Just in case, you know. You didn't know. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Whoa. Okay. Announces that Jeff Goldblum has signed for yes. the Jurassic World sequel. Yeah. Joining returning cast Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. I'm so happy. Okay. Why do you look so lost? Because I didn't see the other one. The first one. <sighs> Jurassic World. The you first... didn't see Jurassic World? No. Okay. The only Jurassic we'll Park we'll sometime. I've ever seen is the very, very first, first one? Jurassic well, Park. Yeah, the guy from the very first one and is coming I, back. I've seen, I think I've seen Jurassic World 1, or Jurassic Park 1, they're at the park. Yeah. Number 2, it, they go to the city. Okay, then I think I've with seen Vince part Vaughn of that is one. in that one. Number 3 is the one with the, the pterodactyls in the giant bird cage. No, I don't think I saw that okay, one. Okay, so you saw 1 and 2. One is fantastic. Two is okay. Three is whoa. <laughs> what are you, you know doing? I like Jurassic World. A lot of people gave it flack because it seemed like CGI and like I was like, this is action. It's Chris Pratt in an action movie. I don't care. Yeah. About a massive story. You know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, he's coming back. Okay. I hope he's not. I hope he's not a. You know, what's the word I'm looking for? I hope he's not a cameo role. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, there he is, and then they continue and, with and the by. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he better be in the movie. He was. <laughs> Awesome. As the like the, the scientist with the chaos theory and not believing in God and all that. He yeah. added like a good back and forth to the characters in the first movie. <sighs> Please, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Stay. Because he's also the grandmaster in the in the Thor Ragnarok trailer. Oh snap. He's in the Thor Ragnarok trailer. He is in Thor. He's Which, he's he's got work. He's getting work. Uh, granted, he was also on Apartments.com for thirty years. <laughs> for thirty years, you know what I'm saying? Those commercials. And man. he's also the fly from back in the day. So those Ooh. commercials, man, they get me. Think about this. We're gonna switch to the next topic. James Cameron's Avatar Two has finally, finally, praise the Lord, has finally begun filming. This is crazy. With release date set. In December 18th, 2020. So they started filming, but the movie won't be here till 2020. Lord have mercy. Now, the release dates, as I as I read them, sit in your chair, and if you get like uncomfortable, it's okay because this is what the next four Avatar movies are going to look like. <laughs> oh Lord, Avatar two, December 18th, 2020. 
Avatar 3, December 17th, 2021. Okay? Then they take a two to three year break. Yes, you heard me correctly. A two to three year break. Okay? Avatar 4, December 20th, 2024. Oh, why? (laughs) And then Avatar 5, December 19th, 2025. Right now, shooting is underway in New Zealand with the entire main cast basically returning to film. Uh, Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, and Stephen Lang, who was like, I forget. He was, have you ever seen Small Soldiers? No. He was the guy who's just like Tommy Lee Jones of Small, Small Soldiers. Okay. I, don't, I don't know his name, but he's coming back. From Avatar 1 to Avatar 5. What time is that? How much time is that? Avatar 1 was 2009. So you got 10 years of 2019. The 66 years. Six, is, 16, 16 years, years from movie 1 to movie 5. 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> 16 years. Why, why are they spreading it out like this? Can you imagine being born when the first Avatar came out? That's nuts. I didn't even think about 16 that. 16 years old? I didn't even think about that. When the fifth one comes out? Oh, my brain. That's a lot of time. That means you grew up with Avatar. That means you grew up with Avatar. Wow. Whoa. Now, now the story behind it is the reason why he's taking so long is because he's trying to implement a new technology of 3D without using glasses in the movie theater. Okay. That's that's part what I that's what I hear. That's the rumblings on the street. You feel me, internet? On the mean streets of the interwebs. I hope they feel you because I don't. Where everyone's a internet thug and an internet gangster. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's what the Inter talk thugs. is. Inter-thugs. That's what the talk is. I, I'm, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm, okay, it's alright. Uh, you can hype it up all you want to, yeah, but, uh. three years between. <laughs> until I see it. Cause you're gonna, you're gonna tell, you're telling us that you're gonna make two and three and then take a three year break and then make four and five. That's yeah, nuts. That's, that's like three year coffee break. Here's the thing. I, he, if anyone deserves my respect to do that, it's James Cameron. Like I said, my favorite movie is Aliens and he mm-hmm. made Aliens. I'll I'll wait because if I get some <laughs> another movie of that quality, doesn't matter to me. I'll wait. You know what I'm saying, fam? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that movie? Um, when the when they're on the RV, it has Jennifer Anderson in it. And oh oh gosh, the dude with the tattoo, it's, no no uh, uh, Ed Helms, no regrets. Yeah yeah, yeah regrets. Whatever. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm saying, cut. What's next, Wayne? Anyway. THR is reporting that That's Will's, the Hollywood Reporter, THR. Yeah. Again, in case you didn't, you know now. Anyway. If you uh, don't know, now you still don't know. Anyway, <laughs> they're reporting that Will Smith is in negotiations to start in Gemini Man. What? Yeah. What's Gemini Man? Keep reading. Okay. I'll keep, keep reading. reading. <laughs> Gemini Man by, through Skydance, directed by Ang Lee, Life of Pi. That was a good movie. I haven't seen Life it, but of Pi I know was the very good. On the boat with Tiger. Yeah. yeah. Internet go see Life of Pi. Good movie. The movie is based on a long, unproduced script. Wow. In which an aging assassin is locked in his last contract in a formidable battle. His with his clone, who is twenty five years younger and at the peak of his abilities. What? Yeah. That's what the movie's about. Now. What? Now like we like when we go back. 
Will Smith can do that. He's not doing a genie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Don't bring this back you up. You know what I'm saying? That I don't is, know what you're that saying. That is literally up his alley. That's perfect for him. Wow. So uh, he's... So here's the thing. It's basically, like I wrote down, it's basically Logan. If you haven't okay. seen Logan, spoilers, he fights himself, the younger version of himself. It's basically like that story. Yo. Okay. It's, it's Okay. To put it into Will Smith movies, it is Will Smith in the first men in black as the younger clone versus will smith in i robot i'm sorry not i robot in i am legend okay where he's an older dr robert net whatever yeah it's like that that's something that's gonna happen that's a movie right up his alley like i said i'd rather him do that than be a genie i'd rather him do both but nah, that's just fam. me nah fam nah nah fam but i think I think it can be good. It's it's a lot like the same. It's a story that's been done before. It just it depends on how well it's done. Okay, because yeah. I wrote down like Star Trek Nemesis is old Star Trek movie, cheesy old Star Trek movie where like Tom Hardy plays the bad guy in a movie, bald skinny Tom Hardy like old oh, school snap. movie, and they they clone one of the ca- one of the main characters, and then the clone is dying. And, but he still wants to kill the original. Ca- it's a, it's that yeah. type of story, like killing the younger self or fighting the younger self. It's been done before. Now, if there's anyone who could do it right, it's who? Will Smith. My man, Willie Will. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> I mean, Internet, tell us what you think. Tell us if you're interested. I think this could be, I got to see a trailer first. Of course. I got to see a trailer first. So we can black out congregation. So we can black out congregation. Because it could end up being like a Hancock where I like it for what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, Hancock, did, I did like Hancock. I like Hancock, amazing. but it's a movie that's by itself. Like, it's a movie for... It's it's Hancock. Like, mm-hmm. I can't describe it that much. So, up next, I am so excited. Did you see Split? Nope. <sighs> You did not see Split. You can leave that noise <laughs> back where you found it. Internet, if you have, before I start this, okay, I'm going to put up a spoiler wall or a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Split, go see Split. Okay. One of M. Night Shyamalan's best movies. I know to some people it's not saying much because he did Avatar The Last Airbender. And I wanted to kill myself Boo. after that movie. Exactly. But he also did Sixth Sense, Signs, which Signs scared the the pants off of me as a child <laughs> the pants <laughs> off flew they flew yeah, off gone when i saw the alien like hand under the door pants just like <laughs> hit the wall <laughs> i was just so scared um m night Shyamalan does good he did unbreakable the sixth sense all that stuff um he announced on twitter that he's delivering a sequel and i'm only gonna say so much because you haven't seen split he's delivering a sequel to unbreakable that has something to do with Split. That's all I'm going to say. And the movie is going to be called Glass. Have you seen Unbreakable? No. Okay. But I do remember seeing something about At Glass. The, yeah. Glass, internet, for those of you who have seen Unbreakable, you know who Mr. Glass is. He's Samuel Jackson Playson. You okay, know who Mr. Okay. Glass is. There's a movie entitled Glass coming out January 18th, 2019. Okay? And they are going to try to combine those two movies hmm. split and unbreakable and the sequel will be glass that's all i'm going to say to you because you haven't seen it and that's all i'm going to say to you internet because this is a very very awesome thing 
as someone who doesn't like M. Night Shyamalan because he ruined one of my favorite properties of all time, <laughs> I give him props for doing Unbreakable, for doing Split, because those are both very, 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 very good movies. So, go home, watch Unbreakable, take a break, eat some snacks, take a potty break, go fruit, watch Split. Eat some fruit snacks. Eat some fruit snacks. Healthy. You're going to need that. Health. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fruit snacks. <laughs> Don't eat an orange. No, 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 no. Not a strawberry. Go eat some processed, like, Danimals fruit yes. snacks. And then get some Danimals yogurt. Please. And good to go. Good movie. This is, I'm on board for this next topic. Uh, this is this is something I'm excited about. Let me about. hear it. Deadline reports that the book-to-movie adaptation entitled Killers of the Flower Moon, The Osage Murders, is looking to bring in Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, all Ooh. into one. I my my oh, stomach hurts because that was dude. so much greatness. My stomach is like <laughs> turning. <laughs> all into one movie. Now, written by Eric Roth, who wrote the script for Forrest Gump. Okay. A.K.A. This movie will have all the Oscars. Yes. <laughs> That's what this means. Leonardo this is, is about Oscar to get bait some movie. Oscars. So the story Plural. is... This is a really good story, too. This film tells the story of multiple murders of the native Indian Osage tribe in Oklahoma. And they tasked, they tasked the newly created FBI back in the day to solve that murder, solve those crimes. And the FBI was just created, and the head was J. Edgar Hoover. Okay. And Leonardo is going to play Edgar Hoover. Young, first time, the first time FBI is actually solving any case. Yeah. In a movie. Done. Yep. Rap. I don't even Print. want to see a trailer. I don't even want to see a trailer. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm Black Dog Congregation Eric now. Roth, the guy who wrote Forrest Gump to write this movie? Done. I don't need anything else. I don't want anything else, actually. Yo, I'm so... Like, my when I read this, my heart just, like, got happy. <laughs> like, I was so excited for this movie. Internet, you also should be so excited. If you haven't... Seen a Leo DiCaprio movie. Oh my goodness. What rock are you living under if you haven't seen a Leonardo DiCaprio movie? If you haven't seen a Leo DiCaprio movie, the first one I suggest you go see. This is interesting. The first one I suggest, me, I personally, catch me if you can. Watch that. Okay. Watch Blood Diamond. Watch The Revenant. Now he's done great stuff in between that. What about Inception? Watch Inception. Third? Before the Revenant, it did no. Watch Revenant number one, honestly. If we're talking about him, like how great <laughs> if you want to see, like the best, yeah. You watch Revenant, see, like if you want to see method acting and getting fully into character, the Revenant, uh, the Machinist by Christian Bale, where he's like sixty pounds in the movie and is super skinny. <laughs> Christian Bale in American Psycho, and mm-hmm. Heath Ledger as the Joker in The Dark Knight. Those are yeah. method acting movies, but. If you haven't heard of Robert De Niro, okay, I don't have any words for you. Yeah, he, I don't have any words for you. Done. If you haven't heard of Martin Scorsese, don't have any words for you. Look them up. Look up what they've done and watch a movie or two of theirs if you haven't seen any. Okay? Do it. Because this has all 10-time nominated Oz, you know, movies yes. featuring et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's nuts. I'm, I'm super excited for that. And one of the last topics before our news segment, Fargo. Do you watch the TV show Fargo? No, but I keep seeing this trailer for it. And it's because it doesn't tell you any. It's the it's creepiest, just a bunch weirdest of like weird things going exactly. on. Exactly. Like, why? So 
Why does Internet, anyone watch this show? a little closer. For those of you who don't, you know, necessarily like superhero stuff or don't necessarily like, you know, action movies or anything, Fargo is a perfect show for you to watch. Fargo is a mystery, dark, comedic, suspenseful drama set in place in Fargo, North Dakota. So everyone, yeah, I'm from Fargo, yeah. They have the the North Dakota. They have oh, all those no. accents, and so that was a really bad try. But I, I, I tried what I did. I'll give you a ten. Uh, no, <laughs> ten. Out ten out of ten. Out of a hundred. Ten out of ten. <laughs> um, so like the there's three seasons. Okay, the first season had Martin Freeman, who was Bilbo Baggins, and Watson from Yay. Sherlock. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton is in that show the first season wow it is a very it's weirdly like dark comedic Mm -hmm. but it's very good second season had oh my gosh bunch of uh what's the oh um upside down kiss spider-man what's her name oh uh what's her name uh Uh, redhead it's on the tip i almost said mary j Blige (laughs) 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 because i was thinking mary j watson kristen stewart no 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 no, no. kirsten dunce i'm sorry (laughs) The disrespect. Yeah, I'm sorry, that. Kirsten. If you're listening, we want to thank you for the five stars and the positive comment. We thank you for the iTunes review, Kirsten. I did not mean Kirsten. <laughs> Kirsten oh, Dunst is in the second season. Kills that. And we, we tried to do it, you know? Like, she kills that accent. Mm-hmm. And they talk about behind the scenes how they have to learn it. Season three just started. Ewan McGregor's in it. Okay. Okay. He plays twin brothers at like the same time where one's like maniacal, but the other one's like strangely calm. Yeah. And he, he himself plays both characters. It's similar. Tom Hardy did that uh, where he, he played two. I, the name of the, the movie escapes me. He plays two mobsters or two killers, but Hugh McGregor's doing that now. He's playing two brothers who argue but like murder people it's like a weirdly i don't know how to describe fargo fargo is literally when you watch an episode or two fargo is its own category and i think it is a great show internet for you to watch so let watch an episode or two and get at us on facebook and get at us on twitter and let us know what you think about fargo all right well anything else wayne uh hey for those of you who watch gotham hey it's coming back Next. I'm so far behind. It's it's on. I forgot what the day is. I saw the trailer and Bruce soon. Wayne's starting to get big. He's starting to train how to fight and all that stuff. Yeah. I forgot where they're going to end that show though. I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm excited to see. Oh, where it's gonna TV! Go. You think you reminded me? They're making a live action uh, Titans show, kind of like Teen Titans. Uh huh. But they're making a live action one, wow. like a real one. Um, and the WB and DC are making their own like network that you can stream it on, and it's going to be on that. And Young Justice Season 3, which is called Young Justice Outsiders, is going to be on that channel or station as well. Wow. Which frustrates me because I probably will pay the $11 a month to watch Young Justice. Yeah. Because Young Justice is that good. Fam, internet, audience, if you have not hopped on the Young Justice train, you need to hop on that train. You feel me? That was like the weakest train I've ever heard. I, I don't want to break. Was it like body. Thomas the train? It was Thomas the tank engine. Is that what you? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then we're <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, for real though. Uh, Young Justice is amazing. I had a friend of mine. We were talking about it. He watched like two seasons in like the span of like two weeks, and he was like, "Why did you do this to me? Because now <laughs> you have to wait a year until season three. Great, yeah. great show. If you like superheroes, great show. 
on to our news segment. Hold on, before we jump to that. Oh, you got some? I gotta spit some little music, some music stuff. Music suggestions. Get at it. All right. My boy. Your boy who? Tyler Newberry. Tyler? Yeah. Hey, Tyler. He has an album. If you're listening, thank you, Tyler. You Dude, the man. I like you. He has an album, and it's fantastic. What's it called? It's called The Devil Rides a Horse. The Devil Rides a Horse. Yes. It's a lot of interesting motifs in that. In case you didn't know, title. The Devil Rides a Horse. The Devil Rides a Horse. And Where is it available? Fantastic. I'm pretty sure it's on iTunes and Google Play, you know, wherever you can get your music. You Where would, on what would you describe it as? Like Ooh. genre. There's the thing is, I it's, know Tyler has very good genres and very like Tyler, interesting genres. Tyler is a musical genius. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Okay. All his songs on the album are like, they're not really the same. Okay. But in their differences, they are the same, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't know how to <laughs> Literally describe Literally a circle. Yeah. <laughs> he just brought me around a circle. I don't know how to describe it. Like, his songs are so different, but they're all like... This is what you do. Fantastic. You go to iTunes, you look up Tyler Newberry, Devil Rides a Horse... And you do like the little playthrough option through all the songs. That thing. You hit the like little preview and oh, you okay, play yeah. the song and you guys decide. Because Wayne apparently can't <laughs> decide. What I just genre know it's it really good. Go check I, it out. Yeah, I'm still on like John Mayer's album is amazing. If you if you like hip hop, if you like rap, if you like the young people's bippity boppity. Bippity boppity boo? Yes. Although that's not gonna be on the on the <laughs> album. If you like hip hop, you want to check out a man named Taylor Gray. Taylor T-A-E, Gray? T-A-E, T-A-E-L-O-R. And then the last word, Gray, like the color. He came out with a new album called, what is his album called? Me Ooh. Versus Me. Me Versus Me? Me Versus Me. That's the name of the album. It is very good. As, as someone who likes to listen to chill, low-intensity hip-hop, it's legit. So look for Taylor Gray's Me Versus Me. In the Way of Me. In the Way of Me. Dang it. In the Way I of Me. I was so close. I knew it was, there's a song called Me Versus Me on there. But the album is yep, called is. In the Way of Me. Dang it. I almost got it. Sorry, Taylor. Love you, man. <laughs> Love you, bro. All right, man. All right. News segment. News. Man, this it's is. It's time for the news. Got the news. Is that our jingle now? I'm the jingle man. All right. You're the All right. Put that on your tombstone. <laughs> Wayne I will. Webb. I was the jingle man. <laughs> we we got two new segment topics today. Did you see the video of the police holding up the teens in Grand Rapids? No, I didn't. So, this story internet It's one of those it's one of those situations where things like this happen. Um cops got a call about you know teenagers with guns or something like that and they go to the neighborhood where they suspect they are. And this is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. They go to the neighborhood where they suspect they are. And there are like 12 year old kids like playing and the cops using like a body cam. You can go watch the footage. The cop like steps out of the car and puts his gun up and everybody on the ground. And it was like, they're 12, like they're 12 year old kids. So they're like crying and freaking out and yelling and everything. And so they go talk to the kids and they make sure everything's okay. And the kids didn't have any, like the kids didn't have anything. They were just playing. Yeah. But it was—it's just the fact that like the like he just got out, put his gun on. I need everyone hands in the you know hands in the air, hand, and like they're, they're like I said, they're twelve-year-old kids just like standing talking, like how you would do in, like a neighborhood, like one sitting on a bike and they're just like yeah. one of those things. And the cops pull up, and that happens, and they start like crying, they start freaking out, 
and they get on the ground and the cops come over, talk to them and everything. And then they put them in the car to talk to them. And then they take one out and they put the other one in the car to, you know, that thing. Mm -hmm. And then everything's fine. And then they leave. But it was just the fact that they, that, that clip has gone viral. Why did, why would, what do you think Mr. Police Academy soon? That doesn't make any sense to me. First of all, now I understand they got a call and they said that they had, Somebody said they had guns. Yeah, suspicious said? activity, and someone had a gun. That's what the, that's what someone who called into police said they saw. So they saw what the kids. They had saw a gun? some kids with guns, and then they saw another group of kids. Uh. Straight up, they were black kids. They saw another group of black kids and called the police about it. Um. Okay. As an officer, if I were to get that call, I would be a little bit on edge. Yeah. Because understandably, the word so. gun. Yeah. And, like, you always have to be cautious when you hear the word gun. Understandably so. With that being said, I don't know if jumping out of your vehicle with your gun automatically just, like, whipping it out and yeah. saying everybody get on the ground would have been the best way to go about things. Especially if you rolled up to the scene and you assess, if you quickly assess the situation. Yeah. And you see it's just some kids just chilling. Yeah. Just talking. I wouldn't have, for me... I wouldn't have just jumped you out personally. with my gun. I would have maybe, like, gotten out and yelled and been like, hey. You or know, talk to him or ask him to come here or yeah, something. Like, yeah, like, you know, what's going on over here? You know, the typical cop questioning. Yeah. I wouldn't have jumped out with my guns ablazing, just, you know, straight up. Hey, everybody on the ground. Yeah. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. And see, and another thing, was, I thought, like, they were, like, loitering or something. They were, like, they're, it was on the sidewalk, like, in their neighborhood. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like. It's just it's stuff like that happens, and we understand it, and we know it, but it doesn't change the fact that it ticks us off when it happens. Being people of color. Yes. Just saying. We understand there are, and like Wayne, you know, police academy, you understand there are, like, rules, procedures, and regulations. Mm -hmm. It's just when that stuff happens, particularly to people of color, over and over and over and over and over and over. What's the the Marshawn Lynch video? Over and over and over and over and over and over again. Run through a month. I love Marshawn. Shout out to you. But when that stuff happens, and most of the time, or most of the time, a good percentage of the time that people are innocent, it just gets it just gets frustrating after a while. And I think that's that's just what it is. I watched the video, and I'm like, I watched the video, and I was upset. And then I read, like, the, the background on it. And I'm like, I understand the police, like, the police officer's just doing his job. Mm -hmm. But it was like, man. Yeah, why does it have to, like. You know, yeah, it's one of those things. I'm like, these are, like, they're clearly 12 years old. Like, yeah. And another thing is that, that you know kind how much of that would me? scar that kid? Yeah. You like, know? I, Getting frustrated. I completely understand. And another thing I would kind of want to relate it to is, um, like you said, this keeps happening to, you know, people of color over and over and over and over and over and over and again. over and over again. And, you know, people of color will get harassed by police officers. They'll get um, treated unfairly by police officers. And, you know, they may not be doing anything at all. Like you said, a good percent of the time, they're innocent. They're not doing anything. But a, a white man can go into a church and oh, yeah. like slaughter people oh, yeah. and you let him go home and, he, yeah, that's and right. walk out the front door to arrest him. Did he get killed in prison? I don't remember what happened to him. But they arrested I him remember at that. his home. Yeah. No, they, they finally gave him the death they, they gave him the death penalty later on. Yeah. Like a while later on. Yeah, they, they let arrested him at his home. home. 
Make a sandwich. (laughs) Think about what he did. Home. Oh, by the way, you're under arrest. Like, where is the... I don't understand how he can get treated so nicely by the same police who will then go out the next day and rub up some some African-American kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, saying, I, and it's it's disparity between races and it's disparity between like genders because you remember the story of uh, the Stanford kid who like raped the girl who was like unconscious and yeah, he got yeah, sixty yeah. days or whatever in jail like he got he got he got three months and only served sixty days I believe maybe it was less than that but it's like like the girl was like the girl was raped yeah. And the you judge can. and the father are saying, we don't want this to tarnish, you know, what he could become in his legacy. I'm, I'm sorry. the gir- Like, we're not we're not even addressing this If he didn't want it to raised. tarnish his legacy or whatever, he sh- wouldn't have done it in the first place. Oh, my gosh. Like, Whenever I see that, it just makes me mad. Whenever I see that. So, <sighs> if you have friends, family, whenever you see these things, I think you should be able to have these conversations. Yes. I think it's important to... Have these conversations with your friends and your family, whether you're of color or not. But the main point being, if you are not of color, have these conversations with people of color and vice versa. If you're of color, have these conversations with people who are white. Okay? Because it's easy for just speculating. It's easy for, you know, a group of white friends to say, well, he did the right thing and he, you know, he did the right thing and he was doing procedure and he was following everything and people are blowing out of proportion. And it's easy for the group of black or colored people to say, man, the police are always after us. Uh, those kids didn't do anything wrong. All they see is black people and they want to get out and shoot it. It's easy for each individual, you know, people group to think their own thing. But once you mix them together, yeah, you get the identity of these people see it this way. These people see it this way. Let's make a bridge and let's talk about it. And not only talk about it, but understand where each person is coming from. That way it's not one big argument, but more of a discussion yeah like a discussion a discussion because if you don't understand like if you're if you're a black person talking to a white person about police brutality the white person is not going to be like oh man yeah i feel your pain because you don't feel my pain no but the black person is like dude how can you you know how can you say that you yeah def- you clearly don't haven't lived the life that i've lived yeah so not only do you need to talk about it but understand where each person's coming from. Yeah. That way you don't get upset when they say something you may not agree with. Yeah. You can just calmly discuss it. That's it. Not much more to it. It goes back to, you know, it's okay to disagree. It doesn't, just because if I, like Wayne is a Steelers fan. I'm an Eagles fan. I disagree with Wayne on some things, but that doesn't mean I'm never going to talk to Wayne ever again, or I hate him because I do (laughs) not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. True colors. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Like, people are going to disagree. Like, you have to know, you have to understand that internet audience. If you don't dis, if you don't agree with someone on something, that's completely okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's completely okay. All we right. We never agree with Geef. Speaking of Geef, yeah, we still love him. We love you, Geef. If you're listening, you should be listening. It's not if you better be it's listening. When you listening, boy? You better be listening after your finals. Yeah, I hope studying. everyone, if you can, shout out Gieve. Make sure he gets a good final. Hopefully he passes it. Uh, guess what section is up next? I don't know. What is it, dude? It's the exchange. The exchange. One more time. The exchange. There you go. There's our <laughs> There's our weekly jingle. We got to get a button for that. Yeah, we'll get a button and we'll <laughs> we'll press it along with the... Because my vocals... 
we'll get the my my, my vocal cords are um losing it thin losing it yeah like mariah carey oh <laughs> no but they ain't that bad I'm shout sorry. out to you mariah i'm carey. so sorry mariah I had to do i it. ain't I'm sorry you need i'm sorry mariah <laughs> anyway the exchange is the segment and the section of the show where we entertainment exchange we ask you guys throughout the week usually on thursday and friday to send us your questions okay we want your questions about talking to women we want your questions about you know movies we want your questions about tv we want your question about how to talk to your you know black friend about dating a black girl how to talk to your white friend about dating a white we want to hear those type of questions because we love to get feedback and we love to just sit down and discuss for you to send a question you can do it a myriad of ways okay you can email us a question and when you email it you're going to email to contact c-o-n-t-a-c-t at e-n-t exchange dot c-o not dot com dot c-o dot c-o and give us your name and where you're from and then send your question if you want to do it on twitter or on facebook make sure you ask the question and then put the hashtag a-s-k-e-n-t the hashtag is ask e-n-t and we'll make sure to go on Twitter. Go on Twitter. Whoa. It's man. true. I was about to say it's true. So, <laughs> Willie Trill, Carly Stone. It's, it's true. Go on Twitter and we'll answer your question. Good Lord. We got two exchange questions today. Those. You got one, Wayne? I got one. All right. Send it my way. This question comes from Mama Kelso. Mama Kels. Here in uh, Perlin, Texas. Perlin? 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 That's how. That's how Siri says it. That's a Perland. Welcome to Perland. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway. What's the question? She asked this question. Where does fear come from and why do we fear things? Gosh, Mama Kelso. That is sending these, these deep, deep questions. Fear. What, we'll say it again. What is fear? Where does fear come from and why do we, you know, fear things, like certain things? Okay. I could pull the the son of a deacon and pull the Baptist answer. You know, being a Baptist church member, I could pull the, you know, fear stands for this anagram. It is false evidence appearing real. I could do that and be like, well, that's what fear is. And to a point, it's right, but it's, it gets more, it gets more nitty gritty than that. What is fear? Fear. Who? Who? What is fear? I think fear is the emotion or the anticipation of a possible failure. That's what I think fear is. That's a very good. That's you hear that? Definition. That's balling. You scholar. Step you step back, Steph Curry. I think it's that feeling or that anticipation that you or someone, you know, or something, someone you love or something's going to fail or something's going to happen. That is bad because I can be afraid that, you know, this chair that I'm sitting in could fall. Mm-hmm. And I could be afraid of that, but I'm not. And I could be afraid that, you know, when I drive onto the highway that I get hit. I feel like, but it also, like, here's the thing. Fear also happens in good situations, though. Like, you can be afraid to walk into your door and it's a surprise party. Or you yeah. could be afraid, you could yep. walk in to your job and someone call you in and you're afraid and you get a promotion. So I mm-hmm. think it's, I think it's the, when something approaching is unknown. That's yeah. the feeling that you have when it's, it's, it's that unknown anticipation of unknown like, anticipation. Wayne in the building. Yeah. It's that moment of you don't know what's about to happen. And it's an emotion that 
it rises above your rational thinking. Yes. So, like, there's some points where you're like, oh, I, I think this is going to happen. I think this is going to happen. But if you get to that point where you don't really know and you don't have a grasp of control and you can't control your feelings to where you're like, this is going to be happy and this is going to be sad. If it raises to a level where you can't decipher happy and sad or you can't decipher good and bad, you have that sensation of, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Like talk, like we said last week, talking to a girl. Yeah. Or like stutter. And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. We, there's that anticipation and that feeling of, I don't know what's going on. It's the unknown, basically. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Wayne? All right. So what was the second part of the question, too? It was, it was where does fear come from and why do we fear things? Okay. Got it. So for me, I was talking about this with um, my boy Daniel, Daniel Kelso. D. Kels. The son of Mama Kelso. Hey, they're related? Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Anyway, so he brought up a very good point. He said that... Um, Sometimes we we fear things that we've had bad experiences with, like in the past. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like you got dude, scared thought, a little bit. I thought a bug was on the <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm thinking about bugs. You jumped so I don't hard. Like bugs. <laughs> I don't like bugs, fam. Anyway, <laughs> so I've had past experiences of, with things that I'm afraid of. Like I don't like roaches. Uh, Kelsey, she don't like roaches either. Okay, but she's like for real, like afraid of roaches. like really, I really. If I see a roach, I'm running for the raid. You know what I mean? Really? Running for the raid. You want to just step on it? No. Okay. I'm running for the raid. <laughs> That's interesting. Sprinting. <laughs> okay. Usain in the building. <laughs> yes. I quickly turn into Dobbs. Oh, Dobbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's sport podcast, yeah. podcast later. Um, but anyway, yeah. So for me, I kind of agree with Daniel where your fear can come from past experiences. Now, I'm also afraid of heights. And I don't know where that fear came mm, from. Interesting. I, it wasn't a past experience in my life. Why do you think you're afraid me, of heights? I just, I just really think I'm afraid of heights because I don't. I look at all the negative things that come from being high up, <laughs> falling and dying, falling <laughs> without a parachute, <laughs> without a bungee cord, things. dying, dying, without dying. without wings. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's how I see it. Now, I'm if I'm on the building, you know how you get that urge to like. I don't know if you get that urge, but when you're on a building or you're high up off the ground, you get this weird feeling to like jump. Jump, yeah. I I hate heights so much <laughs> that if I'm on top of a building and I feel that that urge to jump, I'm like, bye. You just I'm back off. away. Yeah, I'm, I'm gone. I'm going <laughs> so back down the stairs where far, it came from. How high do you do you think it starts? Like, can you do roller coasters? Yes, I can do roller coasters. You can do roller coasters. Is it just being high and not moving? Yes. Is when you get like, to the top of a roller coaster and it breaks down, <laughs> I'm freaking out, dude. I'm like, unbuckle me. I know there's stairs right there. I'm about to walk back to the line. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I, I freak out. That's a good question. We want to hear, internet, we want to hear what you guys think. The question is, question is, what is fear? What is fear? And where does fear come from? And why do we fear things? That's a really good question. Internet, we're tossing that question to you. We're lobbing that softball to you. So take the time. If you're with friends right now, pause it. Ask that question amongst yourselves and talk about it. Because a lot of people have fear based on religion. A lot of people have fear based on, you know, like I said, past experiences. If I fear the cops because of a certain reason why I'm a different cop. You know what I'm saying? There's fear for many different reasons. That's a really good question. Wow. Mama K. Second question is from... Should I put the government out there or should I just say the first name? Put the government out there. 
All right, Jeremy Medina, your government is out there, man. <laughs> Ladies, he's single, and his government's out there. <laughs> Ready to mingle, maybe. I hope. Uh, he sent this question. This is a good question. Jeremy Medina from Rhode Island. Ooh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. How do you think... This is a good question. How do you think Hollywood has handled action movies with a female lead? That's the first part of the question. Oh, snap. Yeah. Second, and then he says, my opinion is that save a couple, you know, stellar movies or entries, female characters are kind of poorly written. How do you think Hollywood has handled female-led action movies? Dude. That's that's a good question. Okay, you know what? I'll hit the mic. My bad, guys, if you heard a little flick on the mic. Flick, flick. What do you think? There is an action movie coming out with a female, she's like an assassin. Yeah, uh, action blonde or whatever. Yeah. And it made me think, because that, I it's, guess, can directly right tie. Back, yeah. Maybe that's, that might be where he got it from. Maybe. Me looking at the, at the trailer for it. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not going to watch this. There's a female John it, Wick. No, and not, and not <laughs> because she's a female, but yeah. because I feel like they, they're dumb, doing that. They dumbed down like a lot of stunts. Uh-huh. And now there was one part in the trailer where she like ties a rope or a, yeah, that was pretty a cool sheet around somebody's neck and, and then jumps. jumps out the window off the balcony and then I guess she hangs or something. I don't yeah. know. And I was like, "Yo, that's pretty cool." Yeah. But all the stunts, like whenever she was like in a stairwell fighting, it looked like super. It looked like Iron Fist, bro. Yeah. Oh. It looked like it looked like oh. Iron Fist. Say no more. Say no more. It was bad. <laughs> and I was like, I want to see this movie. But yeah. these fighting scenes and these stunts don't look as well as they should, if you, if you know what I mean. Why do you think that is? Because I, I think, think... Go ahead, go ahead. I think it might be because they don't think women can handle that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And I, I'm all for it. I want women yeah. to be able to do anything a woman wants to do. Yeah. Shout so out I to y'all women. If, if the there's a woman ones. out there that wants to, you know, all do some Bruce Lee type stuff in a movie, yeah. do it. Don't dumb down the stunts for her. Yeah. She signed up to do it. Yeah. So you might as well just throw her in there and see what she can do. Yeah, for real. I think... This is hard. I think Hollywood... In the... Okay, I'll say this. In the last 20 years, women in action movies has gone up significantly. And before we talk about whether it's good or bad, we just need to state the fact that it has gone up significantly. Yes. yes okay. It Straight up. It used to be zero, mm-hmm. and now it's somewhere in the 10 or so range. If we're going zero to 100, it's somewhere in the 10 or so range. Real quick. It started to go up. We ain't get to 100 yet. <laughs> we ain't real quick. It's been a long time coming. Real slow. So, real slow. So I think so far, it's been a mix. Okay? Because I can say good and bad. I can say... Uh, Mad Max. Yeah. I can say Furiosa from Mad Max, Charlie Theron, okay? Okay. Was really good. Then I can say, like, Maleficent. I'd be like, okay, okay, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I can say Kill Bill. Oh, Uma Thurman, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I can say, like, the Divergent series. You know, <laughs> All right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. good and bad. They're, and even on that side of the Divergent series, I wouldn't say action, but like Hunger Games. I, I, was, put in the middle. I was about to ask you, where would you put Hunger Games? In the middle, because in the middle, it's not really act, like it turned to drama, real quick. Yeah, the books are drama. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but um, it's hard. I think it's hard to do because, like, and we'll go back further. Like the Lucy movie that came out, Scarlett Johansson, uh, where she had the superpowers or something like that. And then Ghost in the Shell just came out where she plays an Asian woman. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. 
I'm right. Um, what was? Let's go back even further. The jaunt with uh, was it Mila Jokovic or was it Angelina Jolie? A movie called Salt. That was Angelina Jolie. That was Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. And good that movie. That was a good movie. Salt was a good movie. Yes. So you know, like there's there's positives and there's negatives. I think so far, that's hard. I think so far, as what? Oh gosh, this is hard. Gosh, Jeremy, <laughs> I think so far, it has been what you have it. It has been what you expect. I'll leave it at that. So far in Hollywood, it's been what you expect when you go from a male dominant movie audience, a male dominant movie actor list, yeah, and then you know have the women play, but they'll be in drama movies, and you know two. Uma Thurman saying, you know what? Forget that. I want to kill people in a yellow jumpsuit. I don't have to look pretty to do it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we have hits like that, and then we have misses. Like the fifth wave. Oh, was that with, um... I don't know. uh, Chloe Grace, is she in that? Yeah, Chloe Chloe something. I don't know. We have, like, remember that movie came out, Hannah, with a little girl that was, like, the killer? It came out a while ago. No, That was really good. Like, there, there are hits and misses. Um, how do you think it's portrayed? I think they've handled it about as well as you could expect. Going from a male dominant, I'll accept that answer. Actors, actor, li- I'll accept that answer. Going from a male dominant actor list in action movies, especially because if you go back to the eighties, mm-hmm. you got Rocky. End of the eighties and the nineties, you got Rocky. You've got Rambo. You've got like guy movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Sigourney Weaver was like, "Screw that! I'm gonna be an alien. I'm gonna be an action <laughs> movie star." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it throws people off. But women can do just as well, if not better, in action movies than men. Perfect example. What was the best thing of Batman versus Superman? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. Wonder Woman. She's the goat right now. Of course. And there, yeah, like I said, the best part about that movie through all the dumb. <laughs> gosh, I'm trying to calm down. Through all the, as someone who watched Young Justice and like Lexi or through all the dumb jittery Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah, that was. Lady of the least Clark Kent. The, oh, I wanted to punch that guy. So, <laughs> through all the jittery and the weird Ninja Turtle Doomsday looking thing. Through all that weirdness, yeah. the best part of the movie is whenever Wonder Woman was in front of the camera. You want to know why? Because women can do action movies very well. It all depends on the cast around them and how they're written. Okay? Because that's the one thing I didn't like about Atomic Blonde. What I don't like about the trailer is that they paint Charlize Theron as this, like, super spy, and then they hypersexualize it in the other aspect. And I feel like they try to do that a lot. Like, we'll even go back to Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. Like, they try to do that a lot. Where it's like she's wearing the super short cargo shorts and she's wearing a tank top and she looks really good. Like, or she doesn't look that good and like Mad Max, she's got grease on her face and, and she's she bald and she doesn't people and she has one arm. Like, why did, why does she have to look like a monster to be amazing in an action movie? Yeah. On the other side, why does she have to look beyond amazing? And that's how we know that you know, she probably won't be that good in the movie because they have to keep her looks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why is it such a big disparity between that? Because same thing with Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Like, she wasn't super attractive as Kill B- in Kill Bill, but she got stuff done in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Slicing people left and right. And then flip over to, like I said, uh, Hunger Games. Katniss Everdeen with the braid and all that, they they made her very – or not to say made her attractive because Jennifer Lawrence is attractive. Yes. But – <laughs> yes. Very, very yes. attractive. But 
you know, they, they put her front and center like that. So it's a lot of like, it's hard to believe her being an action movie. So there's that, you know, you put that into play. Like, I don't What do you think? It's hard. What do you think? Uh, be careful what toes you stepping on. I'm not stepping on any toes. Hey, I, I'm a, I'm not a toe stepper. Hey, okay? I'm toeless. <laughs> we can just bars. Skip. <laughs> um, what do you think? Um, yeah, they they have come a long way from having zero to now being the hero. Yeah, let us make this clear: we're both men, and we're no, we're not experts on the subject. Yes, so let's just get that out of the way. We're just two opinionated African American males. African American respected podcast. Yes, AARP. A A R P. You don't know ARP. Okay, yeah, anyway. keep going. <laughs> Those commercials are crazy. Um, yeah, I think from here it's only going to get better. Uh huh. There, I, because I mean, there's a saying in the in the movie scene where it's like whenever you hit rock bottom, there's only Did one you, way I wanted you can to go see up. That. Was that? Or there's only one way you can go, and it's yeah, up. And it's up. Like women in 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 action movies, they were already at bottom with zero. You know, yeah. The only way they can go is up. Yeah. So. I only see them getting better and better from here on out. Look at the pot. Yeah. Look at the positives. Like it's not, we're not ignoring the negatives, but we're saying like for every bad one, there is a good one. Yes. You know, like for every allegiant there is, I don't know if you've seen the descent internet. If you haven't seen the descent, go watch. It's a horror movie where four women go spurlunking and they have to fight whatever monsters that have been down there, whatever vampire-esque monsters that have been down there for hundreds of years, and they're blind and all that. For every Allegiant, there's a movie like that, that indie movie where these girls are kicking tail mm-hmm. in an action movie. Breaking limbs, breaking arms, don't like tying stuff together, and just taking it to people. And for every bad one, there's a good one. For every Goosebumps. I'm mean, oh, not Goosebumps. Ghostbusters. Oh Ghostbusters. Why did I say Goosebumps? Yeah, for every Ghostbusters. For every oh, Ghostbusters, Lord. there's a Kill Bill. Yeah, Exactly. For every, I don't. For every know. Ghostbusters, there's a Kill Bill. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. I think I like that. I like that. I, yeah, Jeremy. I think that have they been portrayed perfectly? No, nope. But I think that you should actually kind of look at it from a positive light. I think that yes, yeah, save a couple of stellar entries. They're poorly written, but there are a lot of good characters who are good female characters who are written very well yes very i'm well. granted it's animated but tangled was a great yeah tangled was a great point of that i did okay? see tangled it's animated we get it it's not a real woman but they wrote her character fantastic strong woman doesn't need doesn't need man's help mm-hmm. you know main star of the movie etc they wrote her character very well it just has to translate more to real life i guess real life movies or live action movies will it happen Yes, it will. Okay, we already we're gonna get Captain Marvel. Ooh, uh, we're getting okay. Wonder Woman. Yep. You know, it's as it we're getting the Gotham City Sirens movie. Yep. We're getting the Silver Sable and Black Cat movie. Yep. So as we go forward, like it's getting a push, and people are realizing like we want more female led movies, and we want them if they have to, you know, put the hair in the ponytail and kick tail, then go do it. Like what? You don't have yes. to pamper the skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. they don't have to be super <laughs> blackout congregation. <laughs> they don't have to be super attractive to star in a movie about an action, like to be in an action movie. Case in point, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I got to do what I got to do. Adrian. Adrian. Like, <laughs> case in point. You know what I'm saying? 
But I feel like Hollywood's still at that point where if a girl's a leading lady, she has to be, like, impeccable. Yeah. And she has to look amazing. You know what I'm saying? I think eventually they'll realize that that's not – it doesn't always have to be the case. It doesn't always have to be like that. And plus, that furthers the stereotype for younger girls out there who want to be in movies like that. And, like, look, you got to look. You got to be fine if you ever want to star in a movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if most people don't look like Gal Gadot. Girl who plays Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. that girl flawless. Yes, but most you know most women, most men don't look like Tom Hardy or Denzel. You know what I'm saying? Most men don't look like that. Mm-hmm. Everyone has flaws. So I think, I think a movie like Mad Max with Furiosa had like a missing arm. I thought that was important for women going forward in movies because she like Mad Max said or Mad Max Tom Hardy said about five words in that movie. <laughs> he was not the star of that movie. Charlize Theron was, mm-hmm. and when they when they went to the extent of their like trip they found like the all mothers and mm-hmm. they turned it around and they left same thing with i don't know if there anyone who plays games out there same thing with horizon zero dawn yep the 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 society in horizon zero dawn is matriarchal it's all based around mothers and mothers and mothers and mothers and if you don't have a mother like it's a massive deal they they could care less if you had a father or not because having a mother is important and i think the more we see of that, that's good. We'll be fine. As long as it's going up. Or as long as it's going, I should say. As long as it's going, there'll be hits and there'll be misses. You know, it'll it's just it's a part of Hollywood, it's part of life. Yep. So that is the episode, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for joining Wayne and myself. Give, you better be back here next week, fam. Yes. Are we coming for heads? Bright eyed and bushy tailed. Heads will roll. Not your head. Not your head. We love you too much. Yeah, we don't want to kill you. If you guys have anything, if you want to give us feedback, we would love it. If you go to iTunes and look up Entertainment Exchange, all right? Entertainment Exchange, give us a five-star review. Even if you didn't like the episode, give us a five-star five review. And then write how bad you think we are in the, in the description <laughs> in the box. Comments. So we get that five-star <laughs> review, though. We want those five stars so that we can get more people to listen to the show. Because we want to create a community for you guys so we can talk. Listen, dude, have discussion. We could make T-shirts. our own universe. We could make our own Marvel universe. Our own ex- exchange verse. Ex- yeah. Entertain verse. Entertain verse. We'll work on that. Yeah. We want like Poochie's T-shirts. <laughs> Please. Oh, if you can make Poochie's trash T-shirts, yo, I mean. You know what I'm saying? We want to like do meetups with you guys and go see movies together. Like we would love to do that. And so hit us up if you got any ideas for future shows or anything. If you want to send us questions. Signing off, Wayne. I'm signing off now, passing the mic to my boy, David. What is that? I have that? no idea. What, what is that accent? It was just something on the fly, man. All right, man. I got to work on it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have a good, blessed, awesome day. Till next time, deuces. Peace out. <laughs>